Hey folks, make sure to stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us at Get Wrecked Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Or if you have any recommendations you'd like to hear us review on the show, you can contact us directly via email. Or, I don't know, maybe you just want to send us some feet pics. You creep, I don't know what you're into. I don't care. We'll review those too. What do you think of that, huh? In any case, all your requests, feedback, and general criticism of the straight white patriarchy can be sent to getrectpod at gmail.com. That's G-I-T-R-E-C-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. So with the Seven Dust concert, there it's the 21st anniversary of one of their albums, of their third anim- album called Animosity. Mm-hmm. And which one made me feel really old because I was listening to that album in high school. But also when we went there, we found out that there were three bands that were playing before them. And I'm thinking these guys, Seven Dust, are going to play their entire album. How long are we going to be here? Yeah. But there was one band called Plush and it was a South African all-female rock band. Oh, okay. It was pretty cool. That sounds cool. It, It was pretty cool. They did a cover of Barracuda and the singer like nailed it. She did awesome. Uh, so I'm going to have to look into their stuff. But yeah, the show was wild. It had been a while since I've been to a concert. Like many years before COVID, I was the last concert. I don't even remember what it was. Yeah. Um, you know what it was? I think it was the Gin Blossoms and Spin Doctors. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I remember when you guys were going to that. Yeah, I think that that's what it was. But there was this guy. So we were actually like in front of the mosh pit. And the demographic of, of the people who are there are not like early 20s, are not teenagers. It's like maybe late 20s and up. Like there were there were old ladies with white hair and oh, yeah. and hippie jewelry that were rocking out with with the little devil horn hands. <laughs> uh, it was it was cool to see. Yeah, uh, cuz it's just a whole bunch of older uh, older people, but there's still the the mosh pit that's happening in the back and when the people would inevitably hit somebody who's not in a mosh pit. There happened to be one guy who was like in a John Deere trucker hat who was just trying to watch the show. I just came to see this damn seven ducks. What, what the hell is this? And this guy gets shoved because some guy gets like pushed into him from the mosh yeah. pit. He turns around and just fucking punches him right in the face. Yeah. And... And then the whole crowd starts pointing at the guy who was like in the mosh pit. And because uh, then that guy started getting angry that he was just punched in the face. And, but everybody started pointing at him. And so then security took him out. And then there was one guy who was standing like he walked in front of Patrick and I. Again, he's probably in his 50s. Like at least he's got the uh, salt and pepper uh, hair kind of look and some some gray in his beard. And he's wearing like a salmon colored polo and Right in front of us, he just takes off his shirt. <laughs> yes, I love that. <laughs> and just tries to start like a mosh pit. And like this guy's drunk off of his ass. Dude, is there anything sadder than 50, a 50 year old man in a salmon polo <laughs> trying to start a mosh pit? Nobody was having it. Like nobody around. Like people just started violently pushing him. And he, of course, was <laughs> it's like as soon as you see it, you're like, oh, somebody's divorced. Yeah. Somebody's been divorced at least once. Yeah. <laughs>
edition of Get Wrecked Podcast, where uh, two buds take turns recommending some of their favorite pop culture hits, hidden gems, and oddities. That's right. And a couple of deep cuts. I'm, of course, your host, Thor, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Micah. How you doing today, Micah? I'm good, man. How you doing? Hanging doing in there? Good. I'm excited. Yeah. We're talking about... This one's going to be a fun one. <laughs> we are talking about the Tinder Swindler. What a documentary that was yes as always a big spoiler alert ahead the tinder swindler a netflix original documentary can be found on netflix initial thoughts let's start with with that initial thoughts uh so my initial thoughts on it i I, again any of these recommendations i try to go in blind so i didn't really watch anything somebody had told me previously that it was a wild documentary that's really all i knew about uh, context clues I figured it had to do with Tinder but that's about it yeah so initially I was thinking that this dude is really clever like re- I was almost impressed I mean he kind of <laughs> with with everything that he was doing uh it was absolutely wild yeah no and wrong morally yeah, yeah. but I, I feel like I I, I feel like, like I couldn't help but be impressed yeah no I feel like I need to preface the guy in question, Simon Levive, as he changed his name to, I guess that's the name he's still going by. Sure, yeah. A bad dude. Absolutely. This guy's, this guy's a bad guy. Yeah. But I'm going to say some pretty complimentary things about him <laughs> <laughs> throughout the course of this. Because, yeah, it is, you got to give him credit. Right. It was he, clever. It was it clever. clever. Horrible, but clever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so the basic gist was... Um, I don't remember any of the names for any of these, any of these interviews or anything, but, uh, there was one woman that met him on Tinder and I guess she had like a list of things that she liked in profiles that she swiped right on. Do you swipe right on Tinder? I I think you swipe left. You swipe if it's left. No good. Okay. Left so is no good. Right, right. is, is okay. a winner. We're yeah. both married men and... Have we never have been, tindered. We have never <laughs> tindered. So, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I don't plan to anytime <laughs> soon. Um, so, yeah, anyway, she has like a list of, of things that she likes to see. Uh, confidence, money, good looks, intriguing lifestyles, all this good stuff. And I guess this guy had everything that she wanted. Yeah. So the first one, same thing. I, I don't remember the names, but the first girl, she was from Norway. She was Norwegian. Yeah. Living in England. And he's like, yeah, meet me at this this five star hotel. So he takes takes her out, wines her and dines her. Absolutely. Yeah. And and then on the after the first date, he's like, hey, do you want to get in my private plane? Right. And take a trip to, you know, wherever they went, some some other country, just jet setting around Europe. Yeah. They go to a beach or something like that. Or was it a boat or a yacht or something? I think they went to a hotel. Hotel. Another yeah. five-star hotel type of thing. Yeah. The amount of money that he spent probably on that night alone. It has to be. Yeah. Well, and all together, it has to be millions. Oh, yeah. So he takes her out on this date, and they have a good time. He's very like nice, empathetic, attractive, yeah. charming. Yeah. I loved how they did that with this documentary is the whole first, you know, 20, 20 30 minutes of it. Mm-hmm is this first girl describing her like experience of meeting him and the whole time they're playing with your emotions they're they're playing like 
the score that it's behind it is like a Disney fairy tale type of music they're playing as she's falling in love with him. And they're, they're really kind of showing you how this girl ended up, you know, taking out hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. Right. Um, for this guy is because he really made her think he was in love with her. Yeah. So so this guy is the Tinder swindler. And we we start out with just just this this single woman and and you do you hear it from her point of view, and you hear that he is the son of uh, like a diamond company owner where they go out and get diamonds and sell them, mm-hmm. and that he has to travel a lot for work. So he set the scene really really well with his conversations with her, and gave very very good excuses as to why he wasn't local and why he needed to fly around a lot and why he wasn't available all the time. Then he backs it up by having this crazy night out where he pays for everything, has a private jet, goes to another like five star Mm -hmm. hotel, spends probably hundreds of thousands of dollars in that night with her alone. Then starts saying how much he loves her. And I think at one point he was even having her go to look at apartments. Yeah. I love all his messages. They show all his messages. Hello, baby. And they play his voice messages. Yeah. Oh, this guy. Hello, baby. I love you. Good morning, my love. Hello, baby. You know, he's always just. Yeah. Was he Italian? What? No. Was his so ethnicity? he is. Um, He's from Israel. Oh, okay. Okay. He's Israeli. Okay. So he's Israeli. And. Then he's got an, another guy who's with him all the time, who's yeah, his bodyguard. He's like bodyguard. And on this first flight, he takes this girl and he's like, this is my, the mother of my child. Oh, that's We're right. We're still close. And that, that gets, because you end up finding out later on, this was one of the women he had originally swindled. Yeah. What's her story? You never get any. Right. Like, well, and, and yeah, so that's actually another thing too. Uh, so it's the first night that they meet and then they get on the plane. And so, yeah, this woman that he has taken on the date for the first time meets this other woman who's the mother of his kid. And this woman who's the mother of his kid starts saying how great of a guy he is. He's still financially supporting both of them. Like she's in on it as it turns out. But even like that had to have been orchestrated to get her to feel comfortable with the situation, uh, to kind of put her guard down or to at least open her, her mind up to, to just the characteristics of, of what they wanted her to see. Yeah, this guy's good. And there is one part, though, where I do lose. I mean, there's a few parts where I tend to lose sympathy because I get they really, you know, he's a bad dude. Right. He is, admittedly. Yes. And he toyed with these with people's, you know, emotions and need for love. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a certain point where she's like, where after they had been, you know, quote unquote, dating for a while. Mm-hmm. She was like, she looks on his tinder profile and it's still active and there's new pictures and he's and she's like she confronts him about it. he's like no i deleted it let's move in together basically <laughs> but like here's the here's the thing good deflection she's a good part. good enough looking girl absolutely you know what i mean she, yeah, she's very, you know, very attractive yeah um but even assuming that he is you know if this story was totally legit that he really was a billionaire you know, son of a son, son of a diamond billionaire jet setting around. Yeah. How foolish are you that you think you're his only girlfriend? Cause why, <laughs> why would he settle down? You know what I mean? Cause she's just like, you know what I mean? She has a career or something, but she's not, 
You right. know, well, she, she, she's not an heiress or a millionaire. She's just a right, you know, a regular person working a regular job. Nothing wrong with that. Right. But you have to be crazy to think somebody with billions of dollars who's <laughs> jet setting around is going to say, yeah, you're my one and only person. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how that works as far as um, convincing somebody i've i've never done that i've never done the whole swindling thing do you kind of want to now uh, i would kind of like to try my like hand the at shadow it, self know? oh yeah yeah <laughs> the, the shadow self of me would be like uh yeah let's see how far i can take this yeah yeah <laughs> um clearly i'd never pursue it because there are times where i feel like man it would be really nice to just like have a night to myself not to go out and meet chicks just literally a night to myself alone with no with no wife no kid no dog just like alone gonna, and desolate in a room you're gonna swindle your own wife so, so you can go spend a night in a hotel by yourself watching batman movies yep. <laughs> but then when that happens and and my wife is like you know i'm gonna take uh take freya and the dog to my mom's for for the night i'm bored yeah i hate it like i'm good for an hour and then I'm like, you know, you know, I could I could get on Tinder and swindle some bitches. I, I <laughs> what a quote. I want that on a T-shirt. I, I could get on Tinder and swindle, swindle some bitches. Some bitches. <laughs> um, yeah. So he does this really good job of just giving this. Really, and they did. They they kept kind of referring to it as this Prince Charming like fairy tale yeah. type of thing. Yeah, she and, even had him in his phone with like a little prince emoji. Yeah. She yeah. was really in love with this guy. Mm-hmm. And, and he's a good looking guy. And I guess, I guess oh, I can see yeah, it. Yeah, he's a little cutie. Of yeah. Course. Yeah. So I, I guess I can see it from their point of view too, where it's an attractive guy. He's clearly wealthy, at least from their point of view. Mm-hmm. So he's young, attractive, super wealthy, and, and appears to be very, very, very into them. Yeah. Like that is that is a match made in heaven. You know, that, that is very, very rare for you to get all of that. And so I could see somebody who has that, at least from their perspective, being more willing to be a little bit naive to it. And also be a little bit more willing to put up with all the shit that she ended up putting up with. Yeah. Cause then, cause then it gets dark and this and I love that he just sent the, you know, he had this story planned out. He knows it works. Mm-hmm. Starts sending them pictures. I got attacked. I got to go on the run. Right. All my bank accounts are locked out. Yeah. Well, it's because he is in these countries, these third world countries getting diamonds and like the local, I don't know, cartel yeah. gangs. Yeah. The diamond uh, industry is yeah, dangerous. Is dangerous. Yeah. Him. So, and he plants that seed very, early. very early. Yeah. Yeah, in the conversation. So he sends this picture with saying, I got attacked. And it's a picture of his bodyguard and his head is like busted open and bleeding and saying that the bodyguard protected him. And Yep. And then he even has a video where they're in in an ambulance. They rented an ambulance right, to make yeah. this fake video. Yeah. Or maybe it was real at one point. You know what I mean? And right. <laughs> what a guy. Maybe what if the ambulance ride, him recording it? What if that was the catalyst? What if, what if after the ambulance, they were like, you know what, we've, like, you're fine. We've got this video. Maybe we could, like, do some stuff with this. No, because I think because he had originally started, and I think they said, 
another European. There's so many European countries. It's like, just become one country, make it easier for all of us. <laughs> but in one of the European countries, right, just call where, yourself where Texas he, too. like where he had started um, kind of like swindling women. Yeah. Initially, he's telling them he's arms dealers. You know, this guy's a forger. Right. You know, he has all kinds of different fake passports and driver's license. Yeah. And uh, so that's where he had originally went to jail for, I think they said like a year or two. And they suspect that's where he, you know, probably just picked up more tricks yeah. and came out ready to really start living large. Yeah. So, so he then, yeah, he acted like he was on the run. He said that he couldn't access any of his money because he was on the run. And they like the corrupt governments or the cartel were watching his credit card activity. Yeah. And so then he starts requesting money from her so that he can like get out of the country type of thing. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, flash to this other girl. Right. The other girl, she's um, from gosh, some other European Sweden, country. Sweden, I Was believe. It? Yeah. Um, I think, I think Sweden, I could have that wrong. And so meanwhile, He's taking her out, you know, all this money that she's sending him is being spent while they're in like uh, Mykonos. They're in like Greece at these wild parties, driving around in Ferraris, yeah. staying at a five star hotel, living the light. Yeah, it, they I think that they referred to it in the documentary as like a Ponzi scheme almost. Yeah. But to me, it was like a reverse Ponzi scheme because normally you pay in and eventually you get the profit. But these girls were getting the profit right away. And then they had to pay in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, because because everything was great up front. Yeah. And with the second girl. Classic reverse Ponzi, a CRP. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he was. That's how he got away with it. Everyone expects a Ponzi scheme. No one expects a reverse Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Um, but with the second woman, it wasn't even a romantic thing. It was more like a See, close. She, I, I really like her because yeah. she's, she refuses to admit and who knows how true it is. She's like, we were never together. He was just my friend. Yeah. He was just your friend. You, you think maybe not, maybe, maybe she didn't want to feel like an idiot in front of the camera. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. I, I'm willing to believe she never thought they were actually like together. Okay. I, I could buy that. Gotcha. Like maybe like, it was more of a like fling type you were, of thing. You were more than friends. You know what I mean? That was a definitely a friends with benefits situation. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So how did how did it come to I forget what exactly happened that made the women realize that something was amiss or that something was wrong. Obviously Basically, it was the money that wasn't getting yeah, returned. The Norwegian girl, the the one we start the movie with, essentially she's like after you know, about two months. Yeah. She's taken out like $250,000 in loans for this guy. Right. She's like, I need the money. And so he, uh, he meets her one last time. And cause at this point things have gotten dark. He's constantly demanding money for, her. right. And she's like, I'm just scared. I don't know what's going on. And then he, so he cuts her a check. He writes a check for her and she tries to cash it. Oh, it's right. And it doesn't And the work. bank is like, there's no money here. It's not a chat. So yeah. at this point, she's like a screw. She's like, I have nothing I can do. So she calls like American Express and explains what happened. Yeah. And they're like, we'll send somebody oh, out. That's right. And they had an and she thinks They're coming to like arrest her because she lied, you know, because he printed out fake, uh, fake earnings reports, right. fake pay stubs yeah. from 
his fake Levev Diamond Company. That's right. And wasn't saying he... that she made more money so she could have a larger. Oh, that's right. Cat, yeah, a, like larger, a larger like maximum credit max, limit. Yeah. Man, that's devious. Yeah. And so when they these people show up, she explains it all to them, shows them a picture, and they look at it and immediately go. They recognize him. That's the guy. And they tell her he's been doing this. And then somehow, so she goes to the, she goes to like that's a big right. yeah, yeah, newspaper yeah. company. Huh. And they, they pull the records for the plane tickets. Because, you know, he's taking these women, he's flying them on planes. So they have the names of the people the tickets were bought for. And they end up getting in touch with the girl who we're going to say is Swedish. I, I believe that's how it went. But essentially, they end up getting in contact. And then that's when the news people start really tracking this guy down and figuring out he is he's from, you know, he's from Israel. He's currently wanted. He started out, he was the son of a, of a rabbi. You know, very humble beginnings. That's right. I, I, I remember, too, that, well, did they did they talk to, because he was saying that this, this other guy, the father his supposed father the yeah. run like the person who ran this company yeah did they contact him i don't think they directly contacted him but after i guess some digging they realized this guy doesn't even have a son okay and the picture that he showed you know the picture that was on his social media posts mm-hmm. was a picture of him and his father and mother right he had just photoshopped himself into a picture of that guy that existed wow i don't remember that <laughs> Wow. Because this guy had the foresight to be like, if I'm telling people I am this guy, uh-huh. they're going to Google me and look into me. Yeah. So he had fake articles written. He had fake pictures photoshopped with himself <laughs> and this guy who is a real person. Just the amount of Dude, money. Good. Yeah. The amount of money that he would probably have had to spend to build the backstory and fabricate it online. I can tell you that photoshopping somebody into a photo just from experience. Yeah. That is not an easy thing to do well. Uh, Cause there's a plethora of different things that you have to consider when you're putting somebody yep. into a picture. And it's even specifically the picture was like the sun. I even took note of that. Yeah. Cause the sun is coming from a specific area. So he made sure he was lighted yeah, you've the gotta, same way as the people in that picture. Yeah, you've got to get the lighting correct. Uh, if they're, I don't remember, were they interacting at all? Like, was he in front of them? I or? think he was just standing in front of them. Okay, yeah, it was because then his shadows have to match. And, like, not only the light source, like, not the direction, of not just that, but also the temperature of, of the light. You know, if you look at a cloudy day versus a sunny day and you take a picture in those, it's it's going to feel very, very different. So, like, that's that's just... And even, even multiple, like, depending on the camera, it's going to take pictures differently. So a lot of those edits, uh, he had to pay somebody who knew how to use Photoshop to do that. That's not just like, a, oh, I'll just plop myself in here and, and make it look believable. It's not that easy. Yeah, he put in his time. Yeah. You got to give him credit. He yeah. put in his time. He set this thing up. And I mean, who knows how many people he did this to? Yeah. This guy, I got to give him props. <laughs> like He's the worst, but he's the best at being the worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they got pretty far with the investigation, but then he started, I don't know, he was able to evade them. He was able to evade. Yeah. Well, they were following him because the second girl... Uh, you know, gets to the same scenario. She's like, I've taken out all this money. You gotta, you gotta help me out here. Yeah. 
And at this point, she already knew what was going on with them. So she was acting. She was just, they were trying to set him up. She was undercover. He was going to give her a watch that's worth, a Rolex worth, you know, a couple hundred grand. Right. Which was fake. He did give it to her. It was fake. But while they were coming out of the building, he spotted them. He spotted the the photographers were like hiding Mm. in like a parking garage and he spotted them, got freaked out. But essentially, so they write an article. This, you know, it's a big Norwegian newspaper. They write an article. It goes pretty viral. Yeah. And then the third girl we meet. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's my favorite. She's (laughs) she's the best. Yeah, because she's sassy. Because she's getting on a plane and she sees this article Uh right as she's about to take off. Yeah. And so the whole time she's flying to meet him and she's reading this article about all the stuff he's been doing. Yeah. And I like her because essentially what happens then is he can't get on Tinder anymore because it's kind of going viral. Mm-hmm. And everybody knows his name, knows his face, so he can't really use Tinder anymore. Right. So he ends up like stranded and broke. And this chick doesn't let him. She lets him believe. Oh, she's so badass. She lets him believe <laughs> that she believes him. Right. And still Meanwhile, loves him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's like, I work in the fashion industry. You have all these nice clothes. Mm-hmm. Let me sell them for you. Yeah. Because she's going to swindle him. <laughs> That's right. And she's the one. She says, I'm going to swindle the Tindler swindler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she she did, too. She she's I mean, it wasn't nearly what she <laughs> took out in loans for yeah. him but he ends up living in hostels and right. being like super poor and i love this kind of arc of the story because there's a couple really neat things there's one part where she recounts you know because he's playing it off to her like no these are my these are my enemies they're my enemies doing this to me that's always this thing it's my yeah. my enemies these shadowy enemies yeah coming against him and she's just like oh yeah totally you're your enemies <laughs> i hate enemies are the worst right you know? <laughs> but they go to like a uh plastic surgeon because right. he wants to get plastic surgery done on <laughs> On, on, his, on his face and stuff. And the plastic, she recounts the story that the doctor essentially says, no, I won't do this surgery because this is the surgery that criminals get. Yeah. And she said, I had to stop myself from laughing. And he's sitting there crying like a little baby because he can't get his <laughs> surgery. I'm like, dude, she's... Uh, and then so she like gets all his clothes from him mm-hmm. and she's like, I'm going to go sell them for him. Yeah. And then weeks go by and he just keeps, hey, have you sold anything yet? And she's like... No, haven't sold him yet. Haven't sold him yet. And then this is where you get to see how really fucked up he is. Once he realizes that she's screwing him over, he starts sending her some horrific messages. Yeah. I love this part. Like, <laughs> he goes nuts. <laughs> He's so crazy. He's like, like they have these voice, like 20 minute voicemails of him being like, Oh, you fuck with me. I fucking kill you. You want to go with war yeah. with me? I, I will take down you, your whole family, baby. Come on. I love you. I love you. I love you, baby. I'm sorry. I'm just mad. I don't know what's going on, but you get me that money or I fucking kill you. I fucking come after you. I hate you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was too mad on that. I'm too mad. I'm sorry. I'm geared up, but I will kill. <laughs> it's just he was so desperate. Back and forth, going crazy. Yeah, what a and guy, I, dude. And I love that girl too. She recounts so the last time she saw him, he wrote her like this handwritten letter. Yeah, and she basically she reads it. You know, she goes down through. You know, baby, I love you. Thank you for standing by me. 
you mean so much to me and she reads it she reads it all, all the letter and she's like piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> she's so cool yeah so what did what was it that they eventually got him on it was like a fake passport wasn't it or well, something he was wanted in israel yeah for uh for fraud some kind of like check fraud or some some kind of fraud okay and so they caught him and he did he went to jail for like 18 months right in israel but then they let him go he's yeah. never been charged for the crimes and now He's legitimately making money. Right, as like a business consultant. As a business <laughs> consultant. Yeah, that's the craziest thing about And this. he's back driving Ferraris. Yeah. Dating like... Dating like supermodels. Perfect tens from Europe. Like, yeah. oh, that's, this dude. That's the thing that I think is the craziest thing about it. Like, did he do anything illegal? I guess technically not. I don't think that he did. No. Morally wrong, yes. But... He asked for money. They took everything out in their own name and gave him the money. Once again, I got to preface by saying he's a bad guy. Absolutely. He's, he's a bad guy. Yeah. But look, here's you got this kid, you know, a lower class upbringing, uh, the son of a rabbi from Israel. Yeah. And he thought to himself growing up, you know, one day I want to grow up and I want to wear the finest designer clothes jet set around the world just dumping clips in the hottest european girls i can find on every at every different city he made it happen you gotta give him credit (laughs) (laughs) the guy's a real go-getter absolutely yeah his motivation and his gumption and uh yeah sure he's certainly he certainly is but the the sheer fact that he didn't that there was nothing that they could pin on him about any of the fraud that he did is just nuts to me. And yeah, I think everything he did, he did with permission. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the craziest thing about it, too, is is like, yeah, this guy's a jerk. Well, here's the thing is he hopped around mm-hmm. city to city, country to country, doing things here, there. You know what I mean? So although, yeah, what he did is shitty. I'm assuming it's probably pretty hard to, you know, because everybody gave him permission. And also, you're talking about multiple different countries, mm-hmm. and they're all going to work together to catch this guy who scammed some girls out of some money. Like, if you add it all up, yeah, it's tons of money. Yeah. But individually, you know, $200,000 is a lot of money. Right, for That's us, That's a yeah. lot of money for yes. a person. Yeah. But, but for the government, they're Not, like... Yeah, it's nothing. You know, we're trying to catch ISIS and shit. Like, sorry, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's just crazy to me about about the whole thing. I feel like I don't and and what happens with with these women, right? Do they need to they still got to pay all that stuff off, I'm <laughs> yeah, guessing. Yeah, they got to pay like, off the debts, yeah. Like American Express came to him and they're like, "We'll help you find the guy. You still owe us the money, but yeah. we'll help you find the guy." Yeah. You like and the one girl, the Norwegian, she makes a good point. You know, she got called out for being a for like being a gold digger and stuff like that. And she's like, how am I a gold digger? I was giving him money. Yeah. I was helping him. That's kind of true. But it was also transactional. You know, like her assumption was it's going to come back tenfold to me. Right. You know, because here's the thing. All these girls who pulled out hundreds, thousands of dollars to give to him, they didn't think he was working the fry station at Arby's. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. if, if he came and was wearing his his apron and just got off his off his shift at Arby's, are you going to pull out a couple hundred grand for that guy to keep him safe? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely not. But, but no. I also I also think that they at least I think with the first girl, didn't he 
pay her back and then some for like the first thing that he borrowed or the first amount of money. Oh, that is true. Yeah, you're so, right. You are correct. He did. So again, smart yeah, move a small on his amount. part. Yeah, like two grand. Yeah, or something like small, that. Small smart move on his part because he's establishing a pattern. And so, sure, I can borrow ten thousand here, ten thousand here, fifty thousand here because he's got the money. He just can't access it yeah. right now. He's already paid me once before. He'll pay me again. That. Mixed with yeah the fact that she loved him, mixed with the fact that like she was looking for an apartment with him, with him in air quotes. I mean, <laughs> he never went right, but but yeah, he's no, like, go find a place. This is your budget. Yeah, this is where we're gonna live. Yeah, and we're gonna spend our lives together. Like, it's it's complete mind manipulation. Yeah, and strategically, it was very very well done. It's really shitty, and and a horrible thing to do. So I, I watched a little of this with Ashley, and the first thing that she said, why is he contacting her instead of his rich father? And I thought, you know, that's a good question. <laughs> like, she said if that were to be, if she were to be in that situation, that's the first thing that she would ask him. Especially because from her point of view, her being the victim, like the, the Norwegian woman. Yeah. Like... He knows that she doesn't have money, but his dad does. Like, his dad has access to money. So why wasn't he contacting the father at all? And I thought that's that's a good question. Yeah, no. That's like, a good question. Like I said, I think it really is. And that's probably some of the legality stuff, too, is like, these girls are victims of not only him, but kind of themselves and kind of this idyllic fairy tale romance of being swept off your feet by a rich guy who's so sweet and so nice who just finds himself in a predicament yeah it is tough i swing back and forth where i'm like man i feel really <laughs> bad for them but sometimes i'm like eh, come on right yeah come I'm, on like i, how I do the same not, thing i do the same you know? thing. and it was it was transactional like mm -hmm. to at a certain point you have to say like yeah a little bit was transactional it's yeah. like you yeah you gave this guy money but you kind of expected to get something back too right it's just a bonkers story. It's just a totally bonkers story. <laughs> it's pretty story. wild, yeah. And I I love that they tried to contact him about about the uh like an interview him with it and he's like if you release this I will come after you. Yeah. And then, and that's all they gave. Yeah. Yeah, they sent a he sent a voice memo. Yeah. This guy loves voice memos. He yeah. ain't got time to text. This <laughs> <laughs> All of his fingers are inside just different, just different women from across the continent of Europe. <laughs> he ain't got time to text, but <laughs> I'm sorry, was too far, too far. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, he sent a voice memo. Like, okay, if you proceed with this documentary, you'll be hearing from my lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that happened. Yeah. He's going to, he's, I'm going to jam you up Netflix. Come on. Right. Who knows? But it, it's got to suck for the victims, too, to know that he is out there. He had some kind of comeuppance, but not really. Yeah. Well, and now, like I said, I think now he's probably making money legitimately. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's better off now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> because let's face it. I mean, if you are the star of a successful Netflix documentary, people just want to be near you and prop you up would you know, you, you know what you, i mean yeah let's like, say that you had a business and you could afford whatever his fees are because i'll bet his fees are fucking outrageous oh yeah so like would you take him up on it would you pay for his services 
No, from a business perspective, no. There's probably there's probably better there's probably better people. Yeah. But if I decided like, oh, I want to, if my business was based on being shady, if I'm like, I'm going to pretend my business is this, but really I'm doing some shady shit on the side, then yes. I see. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I can get that. I this wonder, guy's an evil genius. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Well, and, and that's kind of what I wonder. Like, you know, there's a thing about companies where some companies are really good. And they really care about their employees and they care about doing the right thing and they, they you know, do X, Y, and Z. Well, and then there they are, don't. They don't, though. I, I think that's I all think kind of like a gimmick. I think smaller companies do. Okay. Like, yeah, like that's small, fair. some certain, certainly not like the massive fucking corporations. Yeah, corporations right? don't. And they're not supposed to. Right. Bottom at, line, at that they're point, not supposed to. At that point, they're there to make money. Mm-hmm. Right. So loopholes are just a way to make money. Like it's all fair game at yeah. that point. So. Morally questionable acts or morally gray acts, I don't think that they really matter in those scenarios. Like, like okay, you did these bad things, you went to jail, but you got a lot of good info, so how about we pay you for that? Yeah. Again, that's another thing where... Well, it's like, I mean, this guy, did you ever watch, you had to have seen it, uh, Catch Me If You Can? Yeah. With Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. And uh, Tom Hanks, right? Mm-hmm. Tom yep. Hanks, the guy chasing him. Yeah. Well, I love that movie. And that's that's also based on a real story. And I think they said one of the things he pretended to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. I think this guy watched that movie and was like, I want to do this. <laughs> I could do this. You, yeah. know what, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It seems like it. He's very much done kind of the same thing. Uh, the point I was making, though, is that guy, they let him out of prison to help the FBI to catch people doing the stuff that he was doing. Right. You know, that guy truly, you know, reformed. I don't know if he reformed, but he's like, well, they're paying know, I'd me rather I'd rather work for the FBI catching other people and not be in jail because right. uh, jail's probably not too cool. I would but. imagine it'd be a better <laughs> life outside of jail. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I would just imagine. But yeah, so I mean, I think the same thing applies. You know is, what my my favorite thing about that movie? This is sound not my favorite thing. Catch me if you can, or yeah, uh, catch me if you can. Okay. Or the thing that I was most impressed with, and maybe this is just because of the actors and actresses that portrayed the characters. Mm-hmm. But when he was able to pay for a one night event with Jennifer Garner with fake money, I was like, that almost made me want to be a con man. No, it seems very appealing, right? I think you have to be like a sociopath at some yeah, level to absolutely. do stuff because you can't really, you can't have a real life. And in that movie, they highlighted he tried to marry this girl and tried to go legit. And it just, it couldn't work out yeah. because you yeah. can't live the life of a con man and be a con man and live multiple lives. Yeah. How many con to- men retire? Does going to jail count as retiring? No, no. I, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean like I'm that, thinking, that's that, that's probably the only way they retire. Because because what what do you do with like was this guy back to Tinder Swindler? Was this guy investing like ten percent of his income that these women were donating to him? If I was doing it, that's what I would be doing. Like I'd take that's, I'd that's take the, ma- why, the majority love, of it. That's kind of why I love Simon Levev a little bit. Yeah, because. I mean, maybe he did, per, right. you know, perhaps he was just squirreling away a lot of that, mm-hmm. but it seems like he was just floating the money from the next one to that yeah. just to keep living that just life. To keep just that keep that lifestyle. Yeah. Just keep riding that ride. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause he's the type of guy who's like, the money will come. I'll find a way. Right. I'll get there. So yeah. he probably doesn't, you know, probably wasn't even thinking of that. But your good looks only last so long. 
right? Eventually you're going to age and it's going to be harder to do what you're, at least in his scenario, it'd be harder yeah. to do what he was doing. Granted, if, yeah, women, I don't, I don't if, women, think so, though. if women think that he's super filthy rich and he like stays in shape. Dude, Mick Jagger just had another kid. He's like a hundred almost. <laughs> and he just had a kid a couple years ago. Now, yeah. granted, that's a little bit different because, you know, the, the fame involved with him. But still, right. like. Yeah, if, I guess if, if you're, you're a good looking guy. If you're rich, yeah. if you're like a billionaire, which he's not, but he is pretending, pretending you know, has be. been yeah. pretending to be for years. You're not going to have any trouble finding. Uh, I guess. You know, the looks the looks play have, are much less important. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It just to me, I feel like at some point you got to you got to get something a little bit more stable. But maybe it was stable. Like, I mean, clearly, how long did it say how long he was doing it? No, that I mean, because because there's really and you know, how would they they would have to track down everybody he did it to and how many people probably aren't going to come forward, especially after seeing that documentary. It's like, right, here's these girls. They went to the press. They got him arrested, you know, not for the thing they did. But, you know, he's still, you know, no charges for what he did to them. What, What hope do I have? Why would I embarrass myself by saying I'm also a victim? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess there's that. I don't know. That'd just be tiring. I feel like that'd be tiring to keep that up. To keep that up for... Maybe that's part of the thrill. It's just constantly... I guess. like You know, they say do what you love. Maybe he just really... Maybe he, really maybe he just really enjoys <laughs> manipulating people. Yeah, and, and partying. Getting he, away with whatever he can. Yeah, did he enjoy manipulating or did he enjoy partying? Probably both. Probably both. You know what I mean? Oh, and also, uh, I, I thought about this, but I didn't ask it earlier. You know how... The 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 first woman, the Norwegian woman, talked about how there were there was like a list of things that she wanted in a guy. And so she would look for those type of things. Yeah. No doubt in my mind that this guy was doing the exact same thing. He was profiling women on Tinder and he probably had to find the women who one were pretty enough that he was like, yeah, she's like she's pretty enough that I can justify doing this because he's not going to do it to somebody who he can't yeah. be attracted to, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and then two, there's got to be something about the profiles that tells him... If, like, I, if I had to guess, I would say self-sufficient and kind of independent because all these women were women who had careers. You know, they have their own things going on. Mm-hmm. So you can't have somebody who doesn't have anything going on who you're going to be... You know, he wants to be their whole world, but also they need to have other stuff going on. So when he's gone all of the time and only sees them once a once a month or so. Like they've got something to preoccupy <laughs> they've them. They've got something. Yeah, you know what I mean? They all kind of had that in common. And they were all women with careers. Yeah, I, I just I wonder how much of that went into play versus, oh, this one's attractive. Let's see if we can make it work with this one. I'd be curious to to understand what his thought process was or see what his mindset was. I would love to have an interview. You know, let's go on his website, see if we can give him a call, see if right. he'll talk to us. <laughs> how, much, how much do you think that would cost for a, for a 10 minute phone call? Don't fucking air this get wrecked episode. I'll fucking <laughs> kill you. Yeah, we're going to get sued. Is that, <laughs> we're going to have enemies after us. Yeah. If we have any like just Israeli people show up on our doorstep, I'll, I'll be aware. I can tell an Israeli from a mile away. <laughs> That's kind of the vibe I got from that. I know that wasn't the intent, but I'll know if it's an Israeli knocking at my door. Yeah, I'll know. 
I don't know. Well, he's probably going to be wearing button-up shirt and aviator glasses. <laughs> right. Right? Because that's, oh, that's, that's a horrible stereotype. I shouldn't have said that. Um, oh, I thought you meant just because that's what he wore. Well, but... yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, man. It was a crazy, crazy uh, documentary. It was nuts. Yeah, it's it fun was watch. very, very interesting. I remember Ashley stayed up for a little bit, but she's like, this is stupid. These women are stupid. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> also, I think it's interesting that like men get because ca- this guy was just catfishing. Really, it was a Ponzi scheme, but really he was catfishing. A reverse Ponzi scheme. Yeah, a reverse a, a CRP a class yes. reverse Ponzi. Yep. But really, he's just catfishing these women. But as opposed to. Traditionally, when you think of catfishing, it's like a man is drawn in by a beautiful woman right. who then turns out to not be a beautiful woman at all Yeah, and who steals his money from him. This happens all the time. And we laugh at these guys when it happens. Right. But all oh, these girl, these poor girls. And it was a lot of money. I think that's also part of it. Yeah. I'll, I'll admit that. But at the same time, like, do you know anybody who's been catfished? One of my relatives is that lady on Facebook who has always had issues with with that type of stuff. So I have a relative who's okay. who's given a lot of money to some to some people who said that they were not. We had a guy at one of the restaurants I used to work at. He was a young guy, he's probably like 20. Mm-hmm. And came in one day and he was telling, "Oh, dude, my girlfriend, she's so hot." He had met her online and we're like, "Red flags, dude. Red <laughs> flags cuz he's a nice enough guy." Okay, but a little naive, a nice enough guy, but uh, you got a little gullible type of guy. You got to aim a little bit lower. You know what I mean? He wasn't (laughs) not the most attractive guy, not the best personality. Okay, nice enough guy. And we're like, this seems too good to be true. It's probably too good to be true. (laughs) And then and then he's like, yeah, she lives in New York. She's going to come down and see me. And then it didn't happen. Of course not. Something came up. And then she asked him for money. And so he took out like a couple hundred bucks and sent it to her, like Western Union did it to her. Sure enough, like a week later, because as soon as he told us that, we're like, dude, you're stupid. Don't do it. Yeah. You're getting catfish. He's like, no, not a chance. And then <laughs> guess what? A week later, he was like, did he say it with that confidence? Like, yeah. Yeah. He was like, no, you got you don't understand. It's not that she's real. I, I've talked to her. I know it's and and I think because he said he FaceTimed with her. OK, so I believe this was, you know, a, he a was woman. talking to an actual person. Sure. You know, he was actually talking to this woman. Mm. But she never had any intention. Because, like, a week later, he was like, you guys were right. Yeah, oh, that sucks <laughs> And we so all bad. laughed at him, as we should. <laughs> <laughs> you dummy. <laughs> what, a, what a thing. What a thing Here's to do. the thing. With any situation like this, yeah. you got to know your own worth. you got to know your own value. And I, yeah. that's a harsh. that's a harsh truth. But look. If it seems too good to be true, there's a small chance it's not. Right. But it probably is. Odds like, are. You keep talking, she was like, I have my whole list, my whole list of things that mm-hmm. first girl, I have my whole list of things I like. Yeah. And it's like, well, everybody seems to have this self, like this overinflated sense of self-worth. I actually read. <laughs> like, the- I need somebody who's attractive and wealthy and likes to travel and has a good sense of humor and is fun. What makes you so great that you think In, yeah, that I, you deserve that? Totally agree. <laughs> totally agree. I actually, I read a, a news article that the majority of people on this earth believe that they're smarter than the average person. 
the majority of people <laughs> I, I believe heard, that they're smarter than, oh, yeah. than average. Dude, the the best way I've ever, uh, I heard this quote one time. I, I don't know. I can't cite it. I don't know where it comes from, but it's yeah. like, uh, no matter where I go in the world, everyone I meet seems to believe that they are above, an above average driver. <laughs> Which this is the classic, you know, this is the most glaringly obvious place for this. Everybody, like anytime something happens when you're driving, you're like, what is this idiot doing? Yeah. Nobody ever stops, stops and takes the time to think like, oh, I was an idiot. Maybe I was, maybe I'm the idiot or maybe I'm not as good at driving or, or whatever it is. Maybe I'm not as high on the scale to be loved as somebody else, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody needs to take a a big pillow re- reality look in the mirror <laughs> like you suck and just admit it you know and just be happy with what you got <laughs> that was a little bit too harsh i think but people need to hear it every now and then people need to hear it and maybe that's what he was doing maybe he was just prying and playing off of their self-worth exactly yeah no. their, or their sense of self-worth i guess i Absolutely. should say maybe maybe he's looking at the pictures and maybe if they're if all of their pictures are elevated to the right selfie sticks with duck lips then he's thinking that's the one that's the one you're she thinks you're she's good enough for me duck lips yeah <laughs> no honestly all those girls seem very nice and absolutely I don't think, yeah. and honestly i think that based on the three girls we met in the documentary it mm-hmm. seems like that's the type of people he went after yeah they all because they all seemed intelligent mm-hmm. they all seemed like they had their own their own career things going on they weren't they weren't somebody who needed who needed right. somebody to come sweep them off their feet. Yeah, they yeah, were doing fine on their own. You know, so it seemed like that was definitely, for whatever reason, that's who he was, Yeah, you know, looking for. I would think, too, that he'd want to go after some intelligent women just so that they would be, I don't mean this to sound, sound wrong in case anybody doesn't know how to do this type of stuff, but that can go out and get a $50,000 loan and be approved for that type of stuff yeah that's true because if if you're oh that's probably a good point if you're if you're going after somebody and like they've got not a good job and they don't seem to be financially independent yeah not good credit anything like that they're not gonna be able to give you money no use to you yeah Yeah. but yeah man i i enjoyed it it was definitely a wild ride watching it again probably something that i would never have watched on my own yeah yeah i've heard and i have not watched this there's a show it's pretty similar, like the female version of him. Oh, okay. Called Inventing Anna. I've it's heard also of on the Netflix. show. Yeah. They came out around the same time, and I heard they they have a pretty similar premise. And I've heard nothing but good things about it. I have I have not watched it. Yeah, I. And that one is based. That one's a like a series. Is that about it, a woman it, who? It's a drama series, but made, it's based on made like a fake pharmaceutical drug. I don't know. Okay. I, like I said, I don't know anything. From what I heard, it's pretty similar to the Tinder Swindler. It's kind of like the same concept. Gotcha. I, I know what you're talking about. I don't think it's that story. Okay. okay. The lady who like changed her voice and stuff. She was like a CEO. and there, well, there was one where I guess a woman who had come up with some pharmaceutical drug that supposedly cured something. I don't know very much about it. I just know that that is the gist and so like pharmaceutical companies were paying her a lot of money to develop and research this thing and she just wasn't doing anything with that uh, okay like at yeah, all yeah i don't and she think had no intention i don't think that's the story of inventing anna okay i don't think so like i said haven't watched it couldn't tell you for sure okay um 
Huh. But yeah, I've heard, I've heard that's pretty good. I, I, these types of stories are always fascinating. Yeah. Like a con man story is always fascinating. Sure. Because you picture yourself like, like, how could I make this work? What What is that like? Because it's so foreign to most of us. I would say the majority of people, mm-hmm. you go down a traditional path of, I have this goal I want to reach. And so I work for it. I take step by step by step. But con people, they're like, why would you do all those steps? Why would you do those steps? Just yeah. do this easier thing yeah. and get the get the same thing. What are you? Yeah, so. I, think, I think a part of the reason that these type of uh, documentaries are so intriguing to watch too, at least for me, there's a small part, and we kind of touched on it earlier, that think, that makes me think, I wonder how much I could get away with if I was in that scenario. Yeah. And it kind of lets you imagine a little bit. Not that you'd ever act on it, but it lets you imagine, oh, I'd do X, Y, and Z, you know, and think I could do that. It kind of gives you that that sense of self-worth, like I'm smarter than the average person. I think yeah. I could do this too. And Same I think, thing with cult stories. Yeah. It's the same kind yeah. of thing. Like or, or, or serial killer documentaries. Yes. And you think about how like how they got away with so much of it, you know, and you think, how would I do that? How would I do that? How would yeah. I do that and get away with it? Again, not that I'd ever act on it, but if I was that type of like <laughs> depravity level of person, I think I could get away with it if mentally I could deal with that. But I couldn't deal with no. that mentally. So no. right? I just watched the John Wayne Gacy documentary oh, on netflix i've heard it's good i have not seen it yet it's good it's disgusting he he was uh it's absolutely okay. disgusting he makes simon levive look like an angel right yeah an, an absolutely. absolute angel yeah. well, well you've got two outcomes like you owe american express two hundred thousand dollars or you're in the crawl space of a house with 30 other bodies yeah what <laughs> i'll take i'll take some debt i'll take the debt i'll take some debt uh, yeah it's no big deal uh yeah, that's a wild one, too. He's horrible. And I, I knew that he was a serial killer, right? And I was like, oh, that's the clown serial killer, right? It's dark. But it, yeah, well, I knew that it was bad because my wife, Ashley, is obsessed. I don't know if Kendra is, but Ashley's obsessed with, like, murder documentaries. She listens to podcasts. No, no, Kendra is not really not? into it. Honestly, okay. I'm more into, like, true crimes. And I'm not yeah. super into true crime stuff, but... Yeah. but- some of them I find really catch my fancy. Ashley listens to a podcast that's all about these just murders, just serial mm-hmm. killers, murders. So, so when I was like, I'm going to watch this documentary, Ashley was like, I'm good. No, thanks. I don't want to watch that. She one. already knows the story. Of that. I mean, he's no, it, not, not even that she not, knew the story. Because all serial killers are dark. They're, they're evil, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's something, there's just something broken inside of them. But he was depraved right well like, and and that that's what ashley's reasoning was basically like he was too sick for her to watch a, a documentary yeah, about yeah. like and so when when that's the case and she tells me about all these serial killers that she listened to or not to but about and i'm thinking oh so that one you don't want to revisit that's pretty bad like i imagine <laughs> that it's pretty bad yeah and it was pretty bad yeah but anyway so on a scale of um swiping right or, or swiping left how would you rate the tinder swindler oh i'm swiping right on the tinder swindler yeah i think i'd swipe right on the tinder swindler as well yeah definitely yeah death swipe right it's a fun ride it's it's fun ride i like they really they really twist your emotions they really i like documentaries mm-hmm. that help you get into the head of the person the documentary is about 
like in this case like the victim you know what yeah. i mean they really did a lot of showing you exactly how he made this girl fall in love with him yeah how he kind of and and i like that because you know it's going to be bad you know it's all bullshit right but you're along for the ride and you kind of forget and you're like oh he is so sweet i love you baby yeah i'll see you good morning well, good and morning th- my baby and you're like oh man what a sweet guy yeah I think, i'm in love with him i think that's important too to to show that because if they didn't show that side of it like if they didn't show it from her point of view then so many and this already happened like she already had people saying that she was like yeah. such a dumb idiot and how how would she fall for this type of thing yeah but you get it like you understand and i and i think that it's good that they took the time to do that um so that she didn't seem dumb they were very careful to not be like look at this dumb bitch yeah <laughs> right uh or at least put put it in that in that kind of mindset or, or put it in a way that we as yeah. the viewer had, wouldn't had they wouldn't receive it that yeah, way yeah kind of had they did it more like fact based mm-hmm and kind of with like a narrator saying, okay, here's what happened. I think it comes off less sympathetic than yeah. having that person tell their story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was effective. Very well done. Yeah. It really makes you feel for these people. Well, um, so since we're on the topic of Netflix, I have a recommendation for you. Okay, what, what am I getting into? Well, so Netflix has a series called Jupiter's Legacy. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Have you read the comic? I have not read the comic. Good, because I wasn't going to recommend Netflix's Jupiter's Legacy, because that movie or that show is hot garbage. Okay, good. (laughs) You said it. I was like, oh, I've seen it. And I was really concerned that you were like, it's my favorite one. And I'm like, no, it's didn't care for it. I was I mean, I I liked the concept, but it's kind of been done better by the boys and Invincible on Amazon. Sure. It was based off of a short series written by Mark Millar, and the collection is amazing. The story is amazing. The series got canceled on Netflix after one season. Yeah, I believe it. And honestly, it didn't need to be longer than one season. The whole story didn't need to be longer than one season. Yeah. Maybe two. Oh, they left it on a cliffhanger too, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what they did with the show was not good. I love the book. So I'm recommending the collection, the graphic novel, if okay. you will. Okay, right on. Um, written by Frank Miller. Or not, I'm sorry, not Frank Miller, Mark Millar. The artwork is great. Uh, the content is very mature as far as, like, it, it's not geared towards kids at all. I grew up with comic books. I grew up with Marvel and DC. Loved them. And I really hate Marvel and DC comics now. Like, hate's a strong word, but they just don't interest me. Okay. anymore yeah well we all grow and yeah. tastes change and well stuff. i found out that what it is you ever watch like like did you watch all of supernatural no no I've did s- you watch any of supernatural I- i've seen a good bit of it okay because kendra, kendra loves supernatural yeah i was never super into it so okay. the only reason i've even seen episodes from it gotcha is because kendra will have it on okay so so and it's fine i i mean what i've seen i enjoy but i just yeah I I don't like that style of I don't like episodic okay um like TNT shows except like Burn Notice and Psych yeah. so but they're more kind of funny and right also supernatural stuff just doesn't really interest me so so the reason that I bring it up is because I really liked Supernatural up until season four season four I think is peak Supernatural after that 
It totally Didn't lost they do my like interest. Fifteen seasons, though? something like that. Yeah, and that's my point. I hate things that don't end. I like stories to be concise. Oh I, yeah. I hate them to drag on, and with comic books, you can only do so much. And then you have to reboot the entire universe that these characters live in. Because Batman was made in, I think, the 1940s. I think Superman was like 1937 or 1935. And Batman was, I think, early 40s. But even if I'm wrong and it's the 1950s, that's 70 years ago. Yeah. You know, you can only do so much with a character. Imagine a TV show lasting 70 years. Like, how good is The Simpsons anymore? I couldn't tell you. I haven't seen The Simpsons in years. So, so anyway, I have just grown tired and weary of of the ever-changing but never-changing. Never-ending stories, just rehashing the same character. Yeah, and different. yeah no, I get that. I've, I've grown tired of it. So because of that, I've, I've really dove deep into more indie comics, more IDW type of stuff where they'll publish something and it'll have like 20 issues and then it's done. Or back when DC would do something like The Watchmen. It was self-contained. It had a beginning, had an end. That's the type of stories that I like. And that's what this is. And the TV show for Jupiter's Legacy tried to extend it. They tried to kind of extrapolate on on what it was. Okay. When I give you the, the binding, it's not a, it's like not an inch thick of a book. It's like a quarter of an inch. Oh, nice. All right. It's, it's not a very long read, but it's solid. It's just really, really good. One of the things Netflix has done a lot of that I really enjoy, mm-hmm. and I think a lot a lot of shows, like the streaming services primarily and stuff, is start releasing stories that they know are only going to be two or three seasons. Yeah. Have you seen Hemlock Grove on Netflix? Yeah. I love that. Right. And, and that was only like three seasons, It's three right? seasons. Yeah. And even the third season, I'm like, eh, it gets a little bit long, but they're telling a complete story. You know, they they set out with a beginning, mm-hmm. they set out with an end, and they know we're going to do it in yeah. a few seasons. Because I'm the same way. I don't like... Like, you know, it just goes on and on and on and on and exactly. on. Exactly. It, it just seems... I don't know. I, I love The Office. I've seen it so many times. It's Agreed. such a rewatchable show. Yeah. But it's about two seasons too, too long. Too long. Yeah. And, and that was the... Just kind of like the standard MO for television and TV shows for so long. If it's successful. Keep it going. Just keep doing it. Well, it's such an anomaly. Same with like Dexter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Dexter didn't need to last eight seasons. It didn't. And I'm in the minority of like, I liked the way Dexter ended. I feel like it had to end that way, personally. Yeah, me too. The only thing I didn't like is when he, just how long. They could have gotten there. They could have did the same thing. But that has just been the... The standard of like, as long yeah. as it's popular, we'll keep, keep it going. making seasons, mm-hmm. keep making seasons. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I like to have an end. Okay. Well, I, how much of Jupiter's legacy did you watch? Like of the Netflix? We series? watched the whole series. Okay. Cool. I don't remember anything of it okay. except for the one girl has like a, she's a superhero with a drug problem. I was like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. I was like, that's pretty cool. All right. And I liked the, uh, the lady who played the mom. Okay. I don't know what the actress's name is, but yeah. I, I like her yeah. as an actress. I like what she... Okay, cool. So then... But, so then but we'll, I really remember very, very little, little about it. So then we'll... we'll Let's... Uh, we'll read we'll read Jupiter's Legacy and then see if that brings up any memories of the show because I was thoroughly disappointed in the show. And I remember I didn't finish it because I was on episode like four 
and it got canceled. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I remember because there's like an uncle, right? Yeah. And you yep. end up at the end of, they ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah. He's in like a wheelchair, maybe? Um, I Or he had mind powers. Or he did have some, mind powers. Okay, yeah, yeah. he has mind powers. Yep. I was like, all I remember is like the very last episode, they leave it on a cliffhanger that he's actually a bad guy. Gotcha. As yeah. far as the context of it, how it happens, I don't remember. I don't gotcha. remember Jack. Yeah. No. So it's basically about this family who goes and explores and they like get these superpowers. And that happened way in the past. And now that family is old. Oh, okay. It's a bunch of old heads now. And now their kids are kind of coming up into the superhero world. And it uh, has to deal with that core family. Um, I forget what off the top of my head. It was Ultraman. That's what his name was, I think. May- or maybe that's just... I think that's actually the syndicate's name for Superman, like the evil Superman. I forget. Whatever. Son the of, dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, he yeah, is really the, the he's, Superman. Yeah, the Superman off, yeah. An, uh, analog. He's really tough on his kids because he is very much um, like we have these powers. We have a responsibility. He, we he are is the called, classic do-gooder. Yeah, we are called to a higher purpose, and you need to fit that purpose like you need to answer the call because you have these abilities um so he's he's a tough dad but I'm telling you the story's great cool absolutely yeah, great. i'm into it okay i've got one small thing that i want to ask you how do you feel about human monkey people like mashed up because scientists are creating human monkey embryos in an experiment to oh. make soldiers I love it. I mean, it sounds. Isn't that just the plot of Planet of the Apes? They're like so. they watched it and they're like, "Yeah, that's good. This we can do it right. We can do it that. We can do it right." This. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Interesting thing uh, from the New York Post: Scientists create first human monkey embryo in controversial experiment. Yeah, I could see that being controversial. Yeah, um, they say that they're doing it so that they can understand, communicate understand cell communication at conception uh but yeah that's just that's something cool. i wanted you to think about was man monkey chimera oh, experiments dude, i i love it used for war because we're at the end of evolution we're at the end of evolution we're we're doing the opposite of the evolving at this point you yeah. know what i mean we're we're at the end of whatever however we're supposed to progress. So yeah, it's time. Let's make some human monkey hybrids. <laughs> Let them have the world. I'll be dead. I don't care. <laughs> you can have the world, human, human monkey, human monkey people. Do you think that they, yeah. And maybe, maybe they'll actually, uh, follow through with nuclear disarmament. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Cause they still got yeah. a human in them. Yeah. Fucking idiots. So, <laughs> so maybe they'll so, do a better job because we, uh, so human, yeah. the human race doesn't really have a great track record. <laughs> I envision a war between the human monkey uh, chimeras and the Elon Musk uh, cyber people, the microchip people. <laughs> that's that's what I think our future is going to be. It's going to be a good like the Borg versus versus our human monkey uh chimera armies i can see that on mars probably (laughs) (laughs) probably (laughs) if elon musk has anything to say about it all right dude 
It's been a good episode. Yes, we're a little long in the tooth. We're at 124. Uh, wow. But, yeah. Crew, join us in our next episode when we talk about Jupiter's legacy, the trade collection, not the Netflix series. Not that hot garbage of if, a show. Yeah. If you would like to watch the Netflix series so that you can understand why the book is so much better, I would recommend that. Yeah. But, um, or you could just take our word for it because I can tell you it's better. So <laughs> save yourself, save yourself the 10 hours at your own risk. Watch the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm Micah. I'm Thor. And, uh, get wrecked. Stay wrecked out there, folks. Yeah.